Okay, welcome to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. It is 9.31. I tried to get them started on time, so we're late. On the 13th of May, or April, or February, as in the day before I got married. No, I mean, it's Valentine's Day tomorrow. Anyway, no, not foolishness, but uh, yes. Yes, I got reminded of that this morning. I'm not to forget that if I want to live, you know. But, uh, no, uh, talking about Leslie for just a minute, since she's not here, I can. She's not here, right? She's not here? Okay. <laughs> I married above myself. I'll tell you a quick little story, then we'll pray and we'll get started. So. I had uh, made lots of mistakes in my life and fallen away from the Lord. So I sat down and I said, Lord, okay, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. and There's probably nobody on the planet that could put up with me. But you have the great phone book in the sky. And I said, so if there is anybody on this planet that could put up with me, then I would like to meet them. I said, but I have a couple of questions. I have a couple of requests. First and foremost, she has to be a Christian. And I mean a real Christian. Not one that says she's a Christian, that I can't get go to church like the first girl. But a real Christian. You know their heart. I said, I want to be a Christian because I don't believe a marriage is a real marriage or that it will really last unless she's a real Christian. I said, second, is I said, I'd like for her to be pretty. And I said, third, I'd like for her to be curvy. Oh, I've Leslie just walked in. I'm telling her story since tomorrow's our anniversary. So, yeah, yeah, well, no, it's microphone here. Oh, buttoned up. So she doesn't walk in and say, oh, hello, how are you today? How are you feeling? You're looking good. Buttoned up. That's marriage, right? Yes, go, go, so I can finish telling this story. So, uh, <laughs> so the next day, I was dra- driving down Loop 338 in Odessa, Texas. And all of a sudden, it struck me. I've got to make a phone call. I've got to make a phone call right now. I'll just take the next exit. I'll just pull into the very first door and I'll run in right quick and I'll borrow a phone. So I took the next exit. I went into the next building and didn't pay attention to what it was. Walked in and I said, can I borrow a phone? Yes. Well, not here, but over there. Go over and talk to this. So I went over and talked to this little old lady there. I never did use the phone. But I got to talk to this lady and this lady this was Later said, I thought he was cute. <laughs> so, so she arranged for me to meet Leslie. So I didn't understand I was being set up. So I said, well, I'm trying to make, I said, well, you know, what do you guys do here? Well, this is, it's an eye clinic. Her dad turned out as a world famous, was world famous eye surgeon. I didn't know. I didn't. So I said, well, I may as well turn this into a cold call. 
I said, who's the person in charge here? Well, I got the name, got the phone number. I kept calling back and never could reach him. So finally they said, well, you know, the person you really need to talk to is the owner's daughter. What's her name? Leslie. Can she make decisions? Yes. So I set a point, walked in, and as I was walking down the hall, the Lord spoke to Leslie's heart and said, that's your husband. But see, I'm like, stay away from me, because I'd had a lot of bad experiences. And I did lots of wrong things. I mean, I never, ever, ever asked a girl out to date when I was, you know, it was business, you know. But after I got done enrolling her in the course that I was selling, I said, I'm hungry. Would you like to go to lunch? And she said, yes. So we went to the Lead Robster, Red Lobster, which just happened to be her favorite place to go to. And there was something different about her from all of the other girls, something different in here. And I just felt good. I didn't know what it was because I'd never felt it before. But I just wanted to be around her. Now, there's more to the story, obviously, but that's how it started. And all of that is just to see that my button gets buttoned today. <laughs> I married above myself. Far better than I deserve. Dear Heavenly Father, we ask that you forgive our sins, sins of our families, sins on Prophecy Club, the church, the ministries and supporters. We put on our full armor of God, the helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, loins of the truth and feet of the gospel. We pick up the shield of faith and sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We ask you to place your ministering, protecting and guardian angels all around us, our family, our finances and possessions, so that no harm or evil will befall us. We plead the blood of Jesus over our body, soul, spirit, mind, subconscious, subliminal areas and all communications coming to, from, around and concerning us. We ask you to lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, doing evil, keep your hand upon us, enlarge our coastal ministries, and bless us indeed. Lord, <clears throat> we come here for the fourth Sunday, praying and asking you to bless this part of your congregation, this part of your church called the Spirit of Prophecy Church. It is our desire to see people come in. And there's lots of things that hold people back. It's not exactly in the best area. It's not exactly the most beautiful building. Now our sign's been demolished by them improving, making improvements. The Lord, we believe that no one can call Jesus Lord except the Holy Spirit draws them. And no one is going to walk into this church unless the Holy Spirit draws them. So this morning, Lord, we pray in agreement that your Holy Spirit would go out into the community and bring the right people into the church such as should be added. Because we want to reach out, because we want to grow, we want to see more people into your kingdom. And Lord, we ask you to bring, yes, the people that are already Christians, but like they say, if you want an apple, pick it off the tree rather than pick it up off the ground. So we'd like to ask your Holy Spirit to bring in people that are not yet Christians, but that they would come in 
and learn their foundation where they wouldn't bringing in, be bringing in so many other misconceptions and misunderstandings that we have to correct, but instead they come in as a blank sheet of paper that we can write the truth and the accuracy of your King James Bible on them. <clears throat> Lord, we ask you to bring in people, pressed down, shaking together, and running over. People with a heart to win souls, people with a heart to learn your word, to follow your word, and to come out of the world and to leave these dumb idols, as Paul would say, to leave the world behind and to make a commitment to be one of those people that hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Now, in Jesus' name, what we are doing today is praying that the Spirit of Prophecy Church would grow. And so one of the things we need to do is to pray that the Spirit of Prophecy Church would grow. As in, we need to get some people over here praying. <laughs> Lord, I thank you so much. I said, I said last night in my prayer closet, I said, you know, I, I can't believe that I would ever have the opportunity to stand behind your pulpit. I can't believe I would ever have a key to a church, and yet you've allowed me to serve in a church then you've allowed me to serve your people through Prophecy Club. If that weren't enough, in the Prophecy Club, you introduced me to some of your greatest servants, like Demetri Dudeman, Henry Groover, Ron Wyatt. You've given me, you've shown me all of these archaeology places, Noah's Ark, Sodom and Gomorrah, crossing side of the Red Sea, been, been within a stone's throw of the Ark of the Covenant. And if that weren't enough, then you've allowed me you're going to allow me to present oil to Israel in your name, saying, why would a pastor from Dallas, Texas, be allowed the privilege to come over to Israel to find massive amounts of oil to give to his people? Because he's going to be a prophecy student that is going to say this is God fulfilling his promise. When Moses stood in front of the burning bush and says, get you up and send you in land that flows with milk and honey, Jeremiah 33, this is his promise that he gave to Moses being fulfilled. And his name is Jesus Christ. And all that will receive him can live eternally. And if that weren't enough, <clears throat> now he's given me Joseph's kitchen, which is taking off like a rocket which is the opportunity to feed a lot of people. So we feed them from behind the pulpit with the word, and we feed them with wheat. Okay, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Okay. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you for everything you give us every day, the breath in our lungs. Thank you for this place, every person, every soul, every plan, every word out of your mouth, God. We thank you. We give you thanksgiving and praise today. We give you thanksgiving all the time, God. And we thank you, Lord, for the prayers today that the Holy Spirit is directing. We thank you, Father, today. I ask you that we be empty. We empty ourselves in this church 
so that you can work your perfect work through us as vessels for you. That we don't taint it, Lord, with any of our imaginations, any of our plans, but it's your plan and your holy word. Your word is power, God. Your word is power. So I'm going to speak that word right now over this church. Not by might nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. We decree and declare that over this church right now, that your spirit will be speaking through us and moving through this church to do your will. And it, its power cannot be stopped, God. We thank you for that word, God. We thank you for the people here that are humbled before you, every day walking circumspect, every day cleansing themselves in the blood of Jesus, following your word in obedience, God, so that we can be those vessels that you can work through for your glory and your purpose, God. I ask you, Father, in the name of Jesus today to deposit your plans into the hearts of all the leaders here and all the people you've called to serve this church and Spirit of Prophecy Church, the people online, God. I ask you, Father, to deposit those plans, manifest those plans, make them known, God. And I thank you, Father, you are Jehovah Jireh, that you have the the provision to give us now in all aspects. We don't have to fear. You will make it happen. You will not start something and not see it through to finish. We thank you, God. We give you all the glory and praise and honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you for souls, Lord. Lord, you say in your word, Lord, he that winneth souls is wise, Lord. So we have a wise church here, right? Lord, and Lord Jesus, we win souls in the name of Jesus. We win souls. I declare, Lord, that we are a church that's going to win many, many souls for you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And Lord Jesus, thank you for all the doors you are opening, Lord. Maybe we don't see it with our natural eyes, Lord, but they are opening, Lord. And Lord Jesus, you're guiding, you're protecting us, Lord. You're supplying, Lord, every need, Lord, spe especially, Lord, you said, things that I have not seen, no ear heard. No has entered into the heart of man are the things that God has prepared for them that love him. Lord, and a lot of times we think, oh, that's going to be when we go home. Yes, but here too, Lord Jesus, because you are our God, Lord. There's nothing impossible uh, with you, Lord, because you created the universe. You created everything we see. You created us, Lord, and we just bathe. In your water, the water of your word, Lord Jesus. And we know, Jesus, that you go with us every inch of the way, Lord. We rebuke the spirit of fear, Lord. We rebuke it in Jesus' name. Lord, we are a church that is going to go up in front without fear, Lord, because we have you, Lord. And we just have to make sure, Lord Jesus... We don't leave you behind, but we are right there, Lord. You said, without me, you can do nothing, Lord. But with you, Lord, we can do everything in your name. So, Lord Jesus, thank you for what you're doing, Lord. 
and thank you for all the miracles we're still going to see in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. My Heavenly Father, I want to thank you for bringing me to this church. I want to thank you, my Lord Jesus, and I thank you, the Holy Spirit. Because without you, I would have never found this place. And I was searching years ago, and I happened to just come across a radio program. And you put it on my heart to come to this place and hear a Prophecy Club meeting. And you changed my life forever. I know there are thousands of people in the Metroplex right now and around this nation that are searching for the same truth that you led me to find here. The true word, the full gospel, and teaching and edifying and strengthening that this church brings to every member here. There are so many out there that are hungry for your word, my Lord. I ask you right now, just as you touched my heart to put it on that radio station that day, touch these people's heart this day to turn their phones on, turn their computers on, and let this broadcast, this live stream, pop up on their feed. Draw them in with the truth of this church. Draw them in with your mighty word, my Lord. For there's not any other churches I know of around here that teach like this church does. The miracles I've seen done, the things that I've learned, the things that so many people hunger for. They're so tired of just going and getting fed the same pablum day after day after day in their other churches and stuff. They seek more. They seek more. And so many of them are going to seek things of the world and false teachings and false religions. But they want the truth, my Lord. And I ask you to bring them all in. Open their ears. Open their eyes, my Lord. Touch their hearts that they will be drawn in, that they will come to this church. They will support this ministry and become part of it. And spread the gospel throughout the whole world. In Jesus Christ's precious name I pray and I thank you, my Lord. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord, body of Christ. Praise the Lord. Are we still sleeping? No. We, we've been up since 6 o'clock. Some of you have been up before that. Give you a thumbs up on that one. Praise God, Lord. I thank you for breath of life you've given us in our lungs. Lord, tell you take us home. Let us praise you and worship you from the depth of our heart, Lord. Not just lip service, Lord. I am tired of just lip service. Lord, when we're babe, maybe we don't understand it. So we do that. But you don't want us to have just milk. You want us to eat meat and digest it and grow strong through your word and through the move of the Holy Spirit. So I ask, Father God, you mighty Father, Lord, you are just, your love is so big, we can't even understand that. Then grace of Jesus Christ, carry us. So I ask you specifically this morning, Lord, I acknowledge you, who you are, Lord. You are our God and we are your people. And we thank you for the cross. Thank you for the finished work at the cross. Thank you for the, you giving us the Holy Spirit. Through the Holy Spirit, Lord, we can commune with you, Lord. So we praise and worship you for that, Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord. Right now, Lord, we are coming to you concerning this church, the corporately and individually, Lord. And we ask you to touch us in the depth. We haven't experienced you yet, Lord. I know you have a lot more. You are mighty God. You are the creator. 
And you can make us and mold us the way you want us to be, Lord. And I used to ask you for what I wanted. But I'm asking what you want me to be. What you want this church to be. What you want individually, Lord. So we can be the vessel you want to use. Whenever you want to use. I'd rather you make me a common bowl. <laughs> who it doesn't break easily. And, and you can just put me back in the fire. And just make me strong. And you can use daily. But that's my desire. But I ask you to do what you want to do. So I thank you, Lord. Lord, I ask a lot of prophecy came forward for Stan Johnson and Leslie Johnson and me and individually in our church. Corporally too, Lord. So your word, when it's spoken by your spirit, Lord, it's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to establish you what you want to do, Lord. So I declare, decree that establishing in the heavenly, it will manifest here now in Jesus' name. From this day forward, any blocking spirit, anything in the realm of spirit is just uh, coming at us to this to not to come. Well, I break that right now, and I disagree with you right now in the name of Jesus. And I scatter you in the name of Jesus, and I say, come forward, come forward. Let us establish what God wants our church to do, this church to do. And I want to remind all of us in this church, God himself has a design for us. Through the finished work at the cross, through the power of the Holy Spirit, we have a specific work to do. Father God, I ask that to manifest in Jesus' name. It will be pleasing in your sight, Lord. And if there's anything in our heart, Lord, is the individually, family, uh, corporately, the leadership, if there's any contempt in our heart, if there is any um, calculation, it's there, Lord, and it's not pleasing in your sight, Lord, including mine. I find myself doing that all the time, Lord. So I ask you to remove that. Whatever it takes, Lord, whatever it takes, let you will be done in our heart, Lord, so we can move towards your way. And anything is hindering, just burn it out. Send your fire and burn it out, Lord, so we can handle the pressure. We can handle the, anything is come at us, and we will never deny you. We will never deny you because there's no other way. You are the way. So I ask you to bless congregation and those people you signed to this church. It hasn't come. I ask you to just move through them, Lord, and just direct them to the world they're supposed to come. And, and they'll be sit under the leadership through the headship is Jesus. And we already know that, Lord. So let them be patient. And let them grow and go out to do the work you have for them. So especially the leadership of this church, Lord. Put all of us into your refinery. And you know, 
We need that. Not, I mean, I don't like to be tormented or anything like that, Lord. But we need your fire. So all those haze and stubble can be all burned out. And, and that true love for you be left. And we can go out and do the work and be pleasing in your sight, Lord. Lord, I ask our prayer this morning be good smelling in your nostril this morning and move your heart, Lord. I want to say we love you. We really do. And we honor you. I ask you to touch our heart, put that fear of the Lord in our heart so we watch how we walk, what we touch, what we see, what we hear, and what we say, Lord. Because we don't want to displease you. So I thank you. I acknowledge you. you. You are awesome, God. And we love you. We love you, Lord. Touch your people. We need you. We need you, Lord. Use this church, every one of us, not our way, but what you want to do. So I thank you. Her, our prayer. Things are happening in us spiritually, and it will manifest in natural, Lord. So I thank you, Lord. I bless your name. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I, um, I come to you in the name of Jesus, before you in the throne room, just to say thank you. Thank you for this church. Thank you for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Thank you for the leadership, for speaking truth, leading us in the right direction. And Father, I, just, I really just want to just be completely vulnerable with you, speak my heart. Father, and that is that you've created in me to be a living testimony that I look past and I was at my past and I was just filthy. I was low. I was, you know, I was just, I was beat down. But you raised me up and you put me here. Father, you put it in my heart. You allowed me to be obedient and you brought me here, Father. And my life has never been the same, has been forever changed, Father. And as you continue to refine me, Father, I just thank you for what you're doing. But I know, Father, that I am not alone, that I, I am not unique in the sense that I struggled in my past and you have saved me. There are so many people out there who are hurting, Father, who are, who are seeking you, who, who are needing your love and your truth and your wisdom in, your li in, in their lives. And so, Father, I just, I just come before you with every peace of me, strength and boldness to say, lead them, open their eyes, put in their spirit a sense of obedience and courage, Father, to step out in faith and to pursue you, to seek you, to run after you, Father. Father, I just rebuke the schemes of the enemy, especially fear, debilitating, paralyzing fear, Father, that prevents so much of, of great things in people's lives. I just rebuke that in the name of Jesus right here, right now. And Father, when we lift up our prayers to you, we do not want these prayers to be weak. We want them to be filled with strength, Father, and power 
And we do that by knowing who we are, Father, and what was accomplished on the cross by your son, Jesus Christ. And what he said, it is finished. So we step into that authority, Father, and we lift these prayers up to you with the strength and the boldness and the power that only comes from the blood of your son, Jesus Christ. Father, so we know that you only speak truth. You cannot lie. And we know that you have spoken great and wonderful things over this church, over the leadership, and we know they will come to pass. So we do our part as obedient servants, as, as, as members of this, this church, to bring forth those prophecies, that truth, that they will be fulfilled according to your ways and your purpose and in your time, Father. Hear our prayers, and we love you and we thank you and pray these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for coffee. Keeps us going. Thank you, Lord, for Spirit of Prophecy Church. According to John 20, 23, I remit any sins that we have committed, known and unknown, in the name of Jesus. Lord, I ask you to forgive us for our shortcomings and our faults and our failures, for they are many. I thank you that you do forgive us for those things, Lord, because you love us. I decree that this church is a Matthew 28 church that is going to take the gospel and preach this thing around the world to every tribe, every nation, every people, every tongue, and we will point them towards Jesus and give the glory to the Father. I call the holy angels to break all blockages holding back every prayer that's been prayed that we're asking you to expand our territories. I ask you to break the back of Satan and put him under our feet from this day forward in Jesus' name. I decree and declare war in the heavens and I call the holy angels to pull your swords out and begin to attack these principalities, blocking spirits, cords of sin, and every other thing that hinders and torments and drives that is in opposition to the word of God and the will of God and the people in this church, SOP Church. I break every cord of sin. I call it broken, burned, and destroyed and command it to become ashes under the soles of our feet in Jesus' name. I ask you, Lord, to pour out a blessing upon Spirit of Prophecy Church and all those people even online that can't be here present today, that there isn't room enough to contain. We call in all those lost souls who are hungry and thirsty that I seem to talk to weekly that say there's no other church like yours and where should we go? Well, come to Spirit of Prophecy Church right here in Plano, Texas. I call you in, come forward. Come forward into Plano, Texas, and join. And if you can't, join online and support online. Come and join us. Get trained up. Get trained up in war of good warfare. I ask you, Lord, to give your people more zeal. And zeal without training is dangerous. So we ask you to fill them with the Holy Ghost for boldness, witnessing, and power, which is the ability to shift the atmosphere 
and to set the captives free. Release your miracle angels over SOP Church for power, demonstration of the Spirit's power, raise the dead, cast out devils, cleanse the lepers, blind shall see, lame shall walk, release that. I call it forth. Miracle angel, come and activate over SOP Church in Jesus' name. Let the Spirit of the Lord arise at SOP Church. I call you, Lord. Let your Spirit arise here over all your people. I ask for special favor, Lord, for people of influence to come to SOP Church. Who would that be? Judges, congressmen, and women, senators, people with a lot of finances that can be benevolent benefactors that can support missions and they have a few extra millions laying around that we can make a down payment on some land and a building. You that are looking for a place, I'm saying right here is good ground. Come forward. Come forward to SOP Church. Father, I ask you to put this burning desire inside of them like you did with Jeremiah and let it be like fire shut up in their bones and let the dam break and let it explode and let it come forth. Pour out in blessing over Spirit of Prophecy Church and let them join with the vision that we have to expand and bless your people. In Jesus' name, amen. church it says smile ye barren smile because the word of God the Lord it says smile we are going to smile because it said on your mark get set on your marks get set you know when you are about to run you have to be on your knees and we say on your mark said spirit of prophecy church is on the mass and they are getting ready and they are going to run the word that the lord has given to them he says smile ye barren in the name of jesus we the prophet uh, prophecy church we are going to smile come what may satan you are a liar you cannot even come to praise suppress us today we are smiling in the mighty name of Jesus. My God, my God, my God, we thank you for who you are and for what you are going to do in this church. Eyes will see and ear will hear that you are manifesting in this church in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare and decree because the word of God said when the Creating, it must come to stand. And we believe as a believer is this prophecy, church, that it will come to pass. No matter what you are doing, no matter the scandals, no matter what you are saying, cannot come before the mighty God. And today we submit 
all what you have been saying, all the rumors, all what you have been blaspheming concerning this church under our feet in the name of Jesus. If you are bold enough, can't you come to church and tell us, uh, why are you doing this uh, to the body of Christians that are saying the truth? Nothing, nothing that can prevent this church. Even the gate of hell cannot. This today we decree and declare that prophecy church is going to run and we are on our marks and we are ready to face the world, to preach the gospel, to heal the sick, to raise the dead, to do the miracle that God has assigned us to do in the mighty name of Jesus. Like it or not? Because the word of God says, no weapon form against my children will prosper any tongue rises in judgment right now. We condemn in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Jehovah God. Thank you, mighty God, for you have sent your child to come and make a way for us. In Jesus' mighty name. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we love you. We love you, we love you, we love you. As your servant, with the authority bestowed upon us, I call forth, I call forth the fulfillment, the fulfillment of your desires upon this church. Complete, complete completion in Jesus' mighty name. Your word declares that we can speak forth things that are not as though they were they were so these things have already happened so i call forth the fulfillment of the staff that you want for this church i call forth the fulfillment of the praise team that you have for this church i call forth every eye to see that you have for this church i call forth every ear to hear what you want to say through this church to them in jesus mighty name Father God, this is your time. This is your season. As your servants, we bow before your throne. We love you and we thank you so much for allowing us the opportunity to be here. This is special. This is real. This is important. This is where we were called to be. And we thank you so much for that opportunity. I call forth more obedience, more growth more understanding upon this church. May there be may there be the shewing of heart sentences. May there be more understanding of you through that growth, through that relationship. Father God, I do call forth your miracles through us. Your signs and your wonders. I call forth your Holy Spirit to, to dwell within us to lead us into all truth so that your fruits and your gifts may be bestowed 
through us sevenfold. We love you, Lord. May these hands and these feet that, that fill this building now be oh so willing to follow your lead. We love you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you today. Bless this church. You know the ways, you know our hearts of this church. Send out your guardian protecting angels to find our new church. I break the chains and stomp on the dominion that is holding this church back. Rise us up and bring the people who are here to come that are going to be part of your end time army. They know who they need to be. Send out. Give them direction to be here. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you for who you are and what you've done in this church. Everybody in this church has been called here. None of us live locally. We've all come from long distances. You know our hearts. You know what's on our hearts. You know that we want more of you. And we want to share you with the world and everyone around us. You know who those like-minded people are with the same hearts, the same desire, the same will, the same passion that we have. They're lost out there right now, my Lord. I ask you to bring them in. And I break all the bonds. I cancel all the barriers that are keeping them from coming to this church. I pray that you open their eyes and open their hearts and help them see the truth. And I rebuke and renounce you, Satan, in any attempt you have to stop the growth of this church. It will not happen. We have a new building coming. We have a whole lot of people coming in. I proclaim it and I decree it to be true this day. In the name of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they will come in by the thousands. They will come in by the millions. People will listen from all over the world. This ministry will grow and grow and grow. It will touch hearts and change lives and win souls for your kingdom. In Jesus Christ's precious name, I declare this right now. Amen. Holy Father, we come to you <clears throat> in the name of Jesus. We want this church to move and grow. We want the unloved. We want the hopeless and the helpless so that we can love them and you can love them. Show them where the help is and show them where the hope is in you. Uh, we cast off the plans of the attacks of the enemy. We pray for prosperity for the spirit of prophecy church. And we want to grow exponentially with you and our faith in Jesus' name. Praise you, God. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God, we've released uh, things that we've been holding on to, just like under King Ahaz, all kind of sin, all kind of neglect, things that we don't even fully comprehend. We've released that to you. Following Ahaz was Hezekiah, and under Hezekiah, revival broke out. God, it says that Hezekiah put into order the house of the Lord, the service of the house of the Lord. And right now I put into order spirit of prophecy, church, everyone from the top to the bottom. I see that it looks like working. We, the reason why we're wearing these jerseys and these team shirts, because we are teaming up with God. We are partnering up with the Lord right now. And I, I see that there's, there's angels. And I see that we are working together with God's kingdom to bring it from heaven to earth. 
Some people are going to be working with baggage and helping people's bags and what's packed in their bag and things they've been holding on to. And some of you are going to be uh, selling tickets. You're going to be selling tickets to God's kingdom. Praise God. And some of you are going to be doing service to other people in the name of Jesus Christ. And some of you are going to be piloting those aircraft. Some of you are going to be flying high in the kingdom of heaven. And I declare that set in order right now in Jesus' name. Lord, Hezekiah, open the doors to the house of the Lord. And I pull out this key right now and I say, how do you like me now, devil? And I open up right now the door to ministry for this church. I open up the front door. I open up the back door. I open every small door, every large door, because you are the key, and you have given us the keys to your kingdom, God. Lord, your hand was upon the people to give them one heart. And I speak over this church that we have one heart and one accord to worship and love and service to you. I say that this church Uh, Actually, in the time of Hezekiah, everyone praised God. Hallelujah. And I say that this church is set free to praise you in song and dance. Open up you gates. Swing wide you doors. And the the, the God shall come in. Who is this God? The Lord strong and mighty. The Lord full of glory. He is the king and he is the one coming in. And Lord, my final prayer for Spirit of Prophecy Church, you said that. Open rebuke is better than secret love. And it's easy to focus on the rebuke and how it can be a good thing. But really also what the author is saying here is that holding on to seek to love and not giving it, even a rebuke is better. So God, you said perfect love, perfect love cast out all fear. And I pray and receive that perfect, beautiful holy love of God over this church and over this group and I release it now Lord I feel like I heard you say that I feel like I heard you speak that you see this church as a jewel in your crown just like in Zechariah and God it's because we are reflecting your, your face is shining upon us, and we are reflecting you back. So I speak that over you, over this church, and everyone assembled here today, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. The blood of Jesus. We thank you, God, for the blood of Jesus. Just being here this morning and hearing everybody's boldness. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You are the one that has emboldened us, empowered us. You are our blessed assurance, and we rest and we wait on you. Thank you, God. The presence of God is in this place. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, God. We love you and we worship you in this place. And we remember even in the first chapter of Genesis, you say, take dominion and multiply. We are taking dominion today. We're taking dominion with our declarations today because of your strength for us, because of what you have done through us. Thank you, Father. 
And now we ask that we multiply for your glory and for your honor. We love you and we recall what happened with Gideon and how there was only 300 against, I don't even know how many, I think it was 125, 135,000. And their shout, their presence was able to disperse the enemy. Hallelujah. And in this place, even though we're small, Spirit of Prophecy Church will grow for the glory of God. He will multiply as he sees how faithful we are to him. And he's continuing to call us to him, to his heart. So we praise God. Continue to draw us in as we wait patiently on you. And we're waiting for your glory to shine. Hallelujah. Amen. Leslie said I had to come up here and join the crowd. Love you, Leslie. She also gave me the freedom to speak what the Lord told me to speak. So, I'm not here to pray. I'm, he I'm here to decree, to declare, to proclaim, to call forth the growth of the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Tony, we're growing. Bill, we're growing, brother. Brandon, we are growing. Stan, we're moving. Leslie, we're moving. Soon he, Lou, we're moving to a new building. By the word of the Lord. We thank you, Lord, in the name of your precious Son, Jesus Christ. We're growing and we are moving. Hallelujah. So, I was asked to also come up here. And actually, I don't mind. I really don't mind very much because I love to talk. And especially talk about my Heavenly Father, my family here and I was brought here for work, but I didn't know it was work. I was brought here to be here at this church to watch it grow, to watch it grow to even bigger heights than we even know. And God has given us that chance to grow it, and we will see it grow with our own eyes. So... I thank you, Father, for bringing me here and bringing everyone here, everyone who steps through that door. Bring the people here. Bring the lost here. Let them hunger to thirst through that door so that they would want to see you. They want to see the truth in you, Lord, in your mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise in this place. Lord, we thank you. We thank you that we've declared, we've decreed, and we pro proclaim these things to be done. We thank you, Lord. Yesterday I was doing training, and I, had, I didn't finish my thought process, I realized. But um, and we've had several talk about even Gideon this morning. And so what happens is that, you know, that he chose the 300. God told him to choose the 300 that were lapping, and I said, you know, we're watchmen, and those of you that are watching online, we're watchmen, and so we, those that are standing up and they're looking, they're seeing things, or they're knowing what's coming about, they're, they're watching about what's going to happen, and so the problem is, is that you must join that war, you must get down on your knees, you must get your face down before the Lord, 
You must go prostrate before the Lord. You must trust the Lord. So Gideon chose the ones that trusted in the Lord. Yes, we're watchmen, and many were watching, but that's not the ones he was calling. He was calling the ones that were on their face before God, that trusted God, that knew God would do something. And that's what we're declaring today. We know that God is moving on the lives of the people that are watching online and those that are here. We're declaring that they're going to come right, right on in. And so, Lord, I thank you. I thank you that all bondages are broken off the people that are watching right now. I thank you that there's some that are watching. They're saying, Lord, we want to move there. We want to come to the Spirit of Prophecy Church right in that location. I don't want to just watch it online anymore. I want to come in. So in the name of Jesus, I declare and I proclaim your victory. Right now, in Jesus' name, that your job will be moved here to the Dallas-Fort Worth area. How about Plano? Just Plano, Texas. It's just great. It's awesome. I mean, the weather, there's no snow. There's no ice today. It's going to be 80 degrees maybe tomorrow. Maybe the next day might be 20 degrees. But I'll tell you what, this is a great place. And there's nobody, I'm telling you, there's nobody better than the Texans. Nobody out there. In the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you. I thank you for my Texas friends. I thank you, Lord, for my... Hang on just a minute. This thing is... Woo, okay, it's going to just come out. <laughs> I thank you, Lord, that they are... That the, that the gentlemen that live here, that were raised Texans, they are here. The ones that come in, they learn how to be that gentleman. We ladies, we love it. We can be feminine. They can be masculine. It's awesome. So come right on down. So, Lord, I thank you also that there's no more bondage just holding them back where they are. There's freedom, Lord. You just We declare that there's going to be victory in their finances right now in Jesus' name. I declare in the name of Jesus that there's going to be unity in that home so that they can come here in the name of Jesus. I pray in the name of Jesus that you're going to sell their home and they're going to find that home when they come here in the name of Jesus. We pray for a favor. Favor the, for those that are watching. Favor for those that are praying for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. And we pray for a favor for those that are in agreement with us in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We praise your holy name, and we give you all the glory, and we say yes and amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord praise in this place, and all of you that are watching online, give the Lord praise because he's moving on your behalf too, in Jesus' precious name. Hallelujah. Are you excited? We're excited today. Yes, we are excited. We'll explain about these uh, a little bit more a little bit later. That's Kansas City Chief, CLJ Johnson. I'm Leslie Johnson. What now? I know, it should be 22. I should change that number on the back of my shirt to 22, right? Well, God bless you. We'll see you back in about 15 minutes. Well, good morning for all those that are watching online, Spirit of Prophecy Church, and all of those that are here with us this morning. God bless each one of you. Uh, we love having you come and join us by watching online and also for those that have come here this morning. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. <laughs> and... Um, Tomorrow, Stan and I'll be married 39 years. I, I don't know how, but I've, I've hung in there. <laughs> yeah, you try to live with me. I have had to hang in. God says you have to. Yeah, you're right. Anyway, no, it's been a wonderful marriage, so thank you, honey. Thank you for 30, 39 wonderful 39. It did not. <laughs> Thank you. It's been a wonderful 39 years. All right, so uh, for those of the church, we have a little gift for you for today. This is a pen for the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Please take one. Also, every visitor that comes in, I think, Suni, you kind of handle that, so each visitor will come in and they'll, they'll take, you give them a pen when they come in. Uh, a couple of announcements. 
Here's a wonderful book called From Darkness to Light by Prophet Sunhi, her testimony. So those of you the church, I encourage you to get the book. She's only asking for a donation of 15, and we need to support our other prophet here at this church. So please, you know, get that. It's, it's an awesome testimony. You, you might find a time that you really need to not only for yourself, but you need to have it for somebody else. So church, please support them. Support them, their ministry, and also uh, believe the Prophecy Club is going to start carrying this also online. So those of you watching online, you can order the book From Darkness to Light, and I encourage you to do that also. Go to prophecyclub.com. And even if you haven't, you need to, to support, right? Uh, and uh, also on February the 27th, the last Sunday of the month, we're going to have a baby shower uh, for Jessica and Marcus for their child, their new baby, Raven. Uh, you can also go to Amazon uh, um, hmm, Baby Registry, and the, you can go in there and put their name in there, and you can find some of the items that they are in need of. We do know that she's allergic to Pampers, so there's a certain kind of brand that they would want for the diapers, and Marcus isn't here, or I'd ask. Could you ask Michael if he knows? Also, they have to use um, the wipes that are just water wipes, so you can't just get any kind of diaper for this baby. That uh, we just want at least we just want to at least, at least celebrate with them. If you don't want to bring a gift, that's fine. But at least celebrate with them, and that'll be the last Sunday of the month. And that's for everybody, man and woman, to come for that. And that's going to be on the 27th. Okay, so let me get this one here first. Can you take that paper for me? The reason we have on our outfits once a year on Super Bowl Sunday, we just have a good time, and we wear our favorite sports team attire. So it's kind of fun to see the difference shirts and things that people wear and that's why we have these jerseys on or shirts on or caps or whatever and that's why we're i don't normally dress like this to church but it's been it's been a fun day i even had to twist stan's arm a little bit this time it was only a little bit usually it's a whole lot because he didn't even didn't even have a tie on today so praise god you're mr casual today um this uh this is the sign up for today for for a super bowl party here at the church 4 30 if you're going to come, I need to know. So make sure that you sign up for that. And there's, if, uh, if you're going to come, if you can bring something, just let me know. I know that I'm going to bring um, some queso and jalapenos. If somebody can bring tostado, tostitos, tostitos, Doritos, whatever. Anyway, so that will have you sign that. Also, for a fellowship, we can have that. On next Saturday, the 19th, uh, some of you that are watching online are coming to this, so you need to let whitehorseoutreach at yahoo.com know. That's for Lou and Suni. They're going to be doing training, deliverance training, next Saturday starting at 10 a.m., so I encourage you to come. That's going to be Saturday, the 19th, yep, at 10 a.m. For those of you at this church, if you're coming, please sign so we know how many are coming. Come in. Hi, Jessica. <laughs> Here comes the mom, the new mom. So glad to see you. Hallelujah. We were just, so Jessica, since you're in here, what kind of, they, is, there's a certain brand of diapers that she, Raven can wear. Is that right? Is that the only one or you don't know? 
That's the only one you found. So, okay, no Pampers for, for Raven. But you could go to Amazon, to the baby registry, put their name in and find out their needs if you'd like to bring a gift. Okay. All right, well, happy Valentine's Day. And, you know, the reason we, we say happy Valentine's Day, it's not like an official holiday for us or anything, but it is our anniversary, Stan and I. At 39 years, and so I always like to give everybody candy uh, just to say we love you. Also, it's one of my love languages, I guess, giving kind of gifts like that. So these two girls, you two can go down and each of you get a bucket and go hand them a kiss from Stan and I. Here we go. She's going to skip Poppy, I guess. (laughs) You don't get a kiss, Stan. (laughs) And uh, there's pink and there's silver. So if a woman wants pink, men let them have the pink. Pink looks good on men too, right? <laughs> Hello? Oh. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Thank you. I hear that it's like Chuck and Barbara's too, right? Yeah. Awesome. Tomorrow. Yeah. And you, you and your wife too? Wow, so you men, you men, how many years? 41. How many do you know? How many for you? How many years? How many years for you, Chuck? 21 and 41, 39. Praise the Lord. Anybody else want to? Do what? Yes, next one. For Valentine's Day? 39 for us. For Valentine's Day? Y'all were married on Valentine's Day too? Oh, my goodness. Okay. Wow. Well, you men are really smart because the whole world reminds you, right? The whole world reminds you. Did you say 59? 49. How many years, Eni? Did you been? 39. For you to praise God. Hallelujah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Praise God. Okay, well, let's stand, let's pray. We'll get our service going this morning, and then we're going to take up offering. And then we have a special treat for you this morning. (laughs) Dear Heavenly Father, we just come boldly before your throne of grace and mercy, and we thank you so much. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you're welcome in this place. You know you're welcome in this place. We ask that you be in this presence in this place. Holy Spirit, God and direct us to do everything decently in order and that's going to be pleasing to you. And Lord, as we praise and worship you today, let it be just, just a sweet fragrance to you. Let it go to the throne. Let us, let us set aside every heavy weight that's on us. And we just praise you. We give you all the glory today. For those that are watching online and those that couldn't be with us today, or if anybody here is not feeling well and they're sick, Lord, we just declare in the name of Jesus that they're healed right now in Jesus' name because you're the great healer. You're the touch. You're the one that heals them. So, Lord, we thank you. And those that just need ministering too, we ask that you send forth the ministering spirits, the angels of the Lord. Just touch them. Let them know that your presence is there with them today. And, Lord, I thank you that you're making provision for those that need provision. I thank you for making us all the head and not the tail anymore in the name of Jesus because we are announcing to the world and to the spirit realm that the Christians, the believers in Jesus Christ, we are the head 
in the name of Jesus. And we do stomp on you, devil. You don't have the, the rules and reins and all that of our finances anymore in Jesus' name. And we thank you for it. We give Lord, the Lord all the praise and all the glory. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated for a moment. We're going to take up offering. And soon he, I need to see you. Good morning, Spirit of Prophecy Church and everybody watching online. I've been asked to give a talk on tithes and offerings this morning, and I've brought some visual aids, and I have my awesome assistant here with me. <laughs> so anyway, years ago, I was working at a job where I got paid a salary every month. Didn't matter how many hours I worked, whatever, I got a salary. And this represents my bank account at the beginning of the month where I got paid, all right? And the Lord put it on my heart to start tithing. So I did. That one. And as long as I tithe at the end of the month, I always had something left. Can you all see that really clear? I always had something left. Never, anything never broke down. All bills got paid. Always had something left. Well, that went on for a couple months. And uh, then I quit tithing for whatever reason, expenses or whatever. And it seemed those months that I wasn't tithing, I had nothing left at the end of the month. Empty. No money in the bank account. Nothing. Well, that went on for about three months, and I started tithing again. And remember, I only got so much every month. That was it. No extra, no nothing. And when I started tithing again, I always had something left. Always. Always. Well, it took about two years for me to figure that little cycle of life out. I'm a slow learner sometimes. <laughs> but I figured out that as long as I tithe and I do what the Lord asked me to do, I'm always blessed. I never run out. I never run dry because it's all his money to begin with. And he doesn't ask for all of it. And he asks for you to tithe with a good heart and in faith. And a lot of people out there want to give because they want to get something back. It doesn't work that way. You just give out of faith because that's what God tells you to do. And over the years, God has blessed me in so many ways. I tithe to this ministry, but I also give offerings to other ministries. And God has put people in my life that were in need, medical bills, car getting fixed, just simple things like clothes for the kids and stuff like that. And he's always put those people's mind on my heart, people I've never even met before. He'll show them to me, and I'll go bless them with what he has blessed me with. And I never run out of money, never, no matter how much I give or how much he tells me to give, he always blesses me back even more. And it's not that I'm expecting anything. And some people call it the, the rule of reciprocity. The more you give, the more you're going to get. I don't look at it like that. I give because he tells me to, and then he just turns around and gives it to me. And another little story to add to this. Several years ago, I lost my job. Didn't have work. I was struggling and struggling and struggling, but I still kept tithing. And I was really desperate one day, and I was starting to doubt. You know, Lord, where you at? I was up here at this altar one day praying and asking, Lord, you know my situation, you know what's going on. And he pretty much put me to shame right there. He said, I have always taken care of you. And I just like, okay, I'm putting it all at your feet right now, putting it all on you. Three days later, I had jobs coming in, jobs coming in, jobs coming in. I didn't have to worry about it. And now I don't even look for jobs. People come look for me. The more he blesses me, the more I try to bless others. But the primary thing is tithing. Blessing others is offerings, but tithe. Find a good ministry like this one, you know, you can't, you can't outgive God. That's all I've got to say. And I thank you, my Lord, for so many blessings you've given me. And I thank you for the blessings of this church. And I thank you for the people that are going to make offerings here in a few minutes. I ask you to bless them also. In Jesus' name, amen.
Okay, everybody out here in the Spirit of Prophecy Church that would like to make an offering, please come forward and do it right now. We have two other baskets that we're offering for two other ministries. One, I believe, is Cambodia, and the other one is Honduras. And believe me, God will bless you richly. And if you don't have a lot, that's cool. Just give something and do it daily or weekly, whenever you have the opportunity. further down. It's probably just because I've got an anniversary coming up. <laughs> Lord, you made the heavens and the things that therein are, and the th earth and the things that therein are, and the sea and the things that are therein. <clears throat> you threw the stars into place with your finger and called them by name, numbered every one of them. You are the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last, the Almighty. And we give this not out of necessity, not because we have to, we give it because we want to. And Lord, as the pastor here, I ask that you bless the people back, press down, shaking together and running over, <clears throat> both in this world and also in the world to come. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. <clears throat> I thank you, my Lord, for all the blessings you have given to all of us. And everybody, if they think about it, is truly blessed. Never count your curses, always count your blessings. And you will see the wonders that God has given to you and done for you. And I ask you to bless all the people that gave this day here and online. And I know you know their needs, that all those needs will be met. And I know that they will prosper in your glory. In Jesus Christ's precious name we pray. Amen. All right. Praise God in this place. Amen. Amen. He is worthy. He is worthy. I do have an announcement or attention, everybody, okay? This is very important. School of the Prophets is about to be in session. Do you guys know when it is? April 21st through the 24th, okay? So when is it? All right. So I just want to tell you guys that I have been extremely blessed through Jesus Christ. And um, he has blessed me tremendously through Prophetess Leslie and all of the leadership team. Thank you, God. Um, I'm attending and it has been such a blessing for me. And I also wanted to share, especially some of the Bible verses that are in alignment with it. So this morning, I want to share Ephesians 4. Um, and I trimmed it a little bit, but verse 7 through 15 says, but unto every one of us is given grace according to the measure of the gift of Christ. Wherefore, he saith, when he ascended up in heaven, he led captivity captive. Amen. 
And he gave gifts unto men. He gave gifts unto men, right? And he gave some apostles, some prophets, and some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Hallelujah. For the work of the ministry and for edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in the unity and the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measures of the stature of the fullness of Christ. <clears throat> There's a little bit more here, okay? That, he, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the sight of men and cunning craftiness. So what am I saying here? Come to the Spirit of Prophecy Church. Why? Because did you not know that Elisha was under the office and uh, under the anointing of Elijah? Did you not know that Jesus sent his disciples out two by two? It is very important to be with your brethren and to learn about the fundamentals of, of ministry and of the love of God. Hallelujah. So we will see you April 21st through the 24th. Praise God. Traintheprophets.com. Traintheprophets.com. <laughs> Thank you, Jonathan. Uh, we have a special treat for you. I did some training yesterday for a training class of the prophets, and they're going to come on up. But uh, go ahead and line up, guys, behind us, and then the ladies in the front. And soon he has something just to share before. So y'all can just stay seated, the rest of you up there. <laughs> you want to go ahead? Go ahead. So you know, the Spirit of Prophecy Church is not a normal church. We are out-of-the-box church. <laughs> we are out-of-the-box. We don't do normal things. Yes, we do. But yet, once in a while, we do out-of-the-box things. Okay, because Jesus, he's not just the same Jesus what you just think, okay? I mean, there's things in the Bible. There's no room enough to put it all what he did, okay? So... <clears throat> That represents our church, okay, his church. Okay, so I wanted to share quickly about um, dancing. But I also, uh, I used to go to a Baptist church, and we used to sing hymns. But even the hymns, I wanted to get up and raise my hand and dance, but I couldn't do it. I really wanted to so bad, but I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it because I was a fear of a man. People would think I'm kind of crazy. I'm anyway, but okay. And plus, something was holding me back. So I struggled on that. Then one day I went to the, uh, I was invited to prayer meeting in Methodist Church. And um, that lady, pastor, was doing something different. Uh, so what she said was, before we begin the prayer, we're going to shout Jesus seven times. I thought, okay, all right, if you go to Rome, you do Rome things. So, you know, I can, okay, I'll just follow your reading, you know. So, so I thought, okay, I'll do it. So uh, she said, one, two, three, and we're going to shout seven times. Okay, okay. So I began to shout, Jesus, Jesus, you know, and my throat was hurting me. But I, I continued doing it. And she said, do it with the top of your lung. Okay, so I was doing it, and something happened. In drawing that time, all of a sudden, instead of my throat, was Jesus was coming out. He changed it to here, right in here. And I was actually, my whole being was calling him out. It changed. And before I know, 
I was up dancing. I was dancing. I didn't even know I was doing it. Then I realized I was doing holy dance. So something broke right there and then. Okay? So I know you never, you're not used to doing this, but I'm going to ask you to everybody get up. Up, up, up. Okay, andale. Andale. <laughs> I'm learning Spanish. We're going to Honduras. <laughs> okay, so <clears throat> Super Bowl tonight. Everybody going to shout. You know that, right? If you can shout for the Super Bowl, we can certainly call Jesus with the best ability you have. Okay? You can do it through the, your throat or your belly. I don't care. Lord's going to do something. Okay? It's going to just get out of your box and let's do it. So when I say one, two, three, we're going to do loudest, longest you can. Okay? Are we ready? Yeah. Woo! Okay. One, two, three, go. Jesus! 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 Jesus!
up here yesterday for that other song the rest of you can go down <laughs> y'all didn't know you were doing this one are we ready Give him some praise 
walking music, okay? That means clap your hands. Hallelujah. Praise God. <laughs> well, you guys are warmed up now. <laughs> Continue to stay in this heart of worship and praise and giving him all the glory and all the honor. Lord, you are worthy and worthy to be praised. You are King of kings and Lord of lords, our God Almighty, our Savior, our friend, our deliverer. We go to fight for your name. We worship you, the true king, the only king, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. We declare that right now that you are worthy and worthy to be praised. Hallelujah. Thank you for the breath in our lungs and the voices to cry out your name and the freedom to choose you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are holy, Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. We give you all the praise that you deserve. We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you. Hallelujah. Come on, let's put our hands together. Repeat after me singing, you are holy. Here we go. You are holy. You are holy. You are mighty. You are mighty. You are worthy. You are worthy. Worthy of praise. Worthy of praise. I will follow. The King who is worthy I will love and adore Him I will bow down before Him I will sing to and worship The King who is worthy I will love and adore Him will bow down before him. You're my prince of peace, and I will live my life for you. Hallelujah! Let's tell him how wonderful he is. Repeat after me. You are holy. You are holy. You are mighty. You are mighty. And you are worthy. You are worthy. All of my days, and I will sing to and worship the King who is worthy. I will love and adore Him. I will bow down before Him. I will sing to and worship the King who is worthy. Before him, you're my prince of peace, 
and I will live my life for you. Yes, we will, Lord. Lord of lords and you're the king of kings. You're almighty God, Lord of everything. You're Emmanuel. You're the great I am. You're the prince of peace. Who is the lamb? You're the living God. You're the saving grace. You're the reign forever. You're the ancient of days. You're the Alpha, Omega, beginning and end. You're my Savior, Messiah, Redeemer, and Friend. You're my Prince of I will live my life. You're my prince of peace, and I will live my life for you.
your great and mighty name, King of Kings. Hallelujah. You may be seated. Thank you, Jesus. Um, there's only one that's missing up here. That's uh, Melissa's youngest, Island. She's five, six, six. Uh, but it's the word of the Lord's for her too. But um, all of a sudden, um, I had a vision. And I saw these three and then the other one, the four, four of them. And they were like a, 
I'm not going to say they were a band, but that's kind of what they were doing. And there was, like, there was um, a great anointing on you, on you four. And there was, um, you were ahead of your time in, in praising and worshiping God. You're ahead of your time in loving the Lord and knowing things of the Lord. And you're Kaylee, right? And how old are you, Kaylee? Nine? So, I mean, there's not that there's others in your family that are not gifted either because they are, nor even like with her brother and sister. But I saw them together. I saw them praising and worshiping God in such a way that was just beautiful. And there was such a provision, precision, like on you, Scarlett, there was such a precision on you that, I mean, you wanted to do things perfect before God. You wanted to do things like point your toe exactly how it needed to be pointed. You wanted to make sure you hit the note that you needed to hit. You wanted to make sure that you strummed that the guitar exactly how it was supposed to be strummed. And you had such a, a, a um, your body was just very, very limber and very, very graceful. And so there was like the others here, the others that would like would follow because they knew that you had that precision, that you had that perfection about you. But there's just a, there also with that perfection, there comes a time where you have to let some of it go and just worship God, not trying to be as perfect as you need to be or want to be. Um, and so, and then, you know, with Genesis, there was like a, this just a gracefulness about you. There was such a humbleness about you. There was such a sweetness about you. You kind of kept the group together. You kind of kept them like they were humble together. And this was, all this happened so quickly. Island was like, um, just praising the Lord on her own. And then, and then Kayla, you, cause you were like the oldest, you helped keep them gathered together, like staying in tune, staying, you know, uh, not just wandering off or going a different direction. Uh, because, uh, like Island, she loves to worship God. I could see that. She loved to just praise the Lord. She was just free in doing that. Um, but they kind of had to keep pulling the reins in. <laughs> like, you know, come back here and join the team. I don't know if that's right, but she just loves to just, just loves to worship the Lord. And then Kaylee, there was like you, I could see you like with a guitar in your arms. And you were really um, singing before the Lord. You had such a love to just be able to sing for God. And there was a, such an anointing on the voice that you have to share and have, have it come out to, to the others. And people were drawn to that. And there's going to be um, an anointing on you four that's going to, when you hear a song, a Christian song, a song that you like, you're going to be playing it back and forth, back and forth. I think you already do this. You want to make sure that you're hearing it exactly right and make sure that you're hitting the note when you practice. And then um, you, when you watch uh, something, a dance thing on, on, on TV there, or, or whether it's on the iPhone, whatever, you're going to make sure that, that you're going to, you, unfortunately, you're going to kind of see some of the things that are, they're not doing exactly right, but you're going to perfect it. You can perfect it even in your own mind. And so I just declare, Lord, in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, you're going to raise up these young women, including Island, that they're going to serve the Lord all the days of their life. Lord, they're going to praise you with their song. They're going to praise you with their dance. They're going to praise you with their instruments, Lord, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I thank you that they'll be drawn by the beauty of ashes, Lord. They're going to be drawn by the beauty, the beauty of these women, these young girls, and these children right now. But as they grow, they're going to be, they'll be drawn to them by the anointing of you that's upon them. They'll be drawn by the beauty on the outside, but it'll be beauty that'll come forth from the inside. So, Lord, I just thank you. 
And Lord, I just, I'm looking forward to the time where it's going to just grow and just blossom and bloom and just be beautiful with these young ladies in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right. Praise God. All right. You may be seated. I guess I need to ask the children. I don't usually get to prophesy to children, but. Uh, so you need to say yes if you agree with this and amen. Genesis, do you, do you agree with this? Yes. Scarlett, do you agree with this? Yes. Okay. And I'll let mom answer for Ivan. Does she agree with this? Does that, does that fit her? Okay. Okay. Kaylee, do you see, where is she at? Do you see that? Yes. I'm looking forward to looking forward to this. Praise God. Folks, this is. Now you know how short I really am because I don't have my hands on. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this man of God. I thank you that he's going to give us a message that's from you. Lord, I ask that you anoint him, anoint him this day to be that minister to us. And Lord, we do give you praise and honor and glory, and we thank you so much for it. Lord, let us have ears to hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying, and let us have remembrance of your message. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, so before we get into the serious stuff, Rock Chalks Jayhawks. Rock Chalks Jayhawks. Now, the Jayhawks are not in the Super Bowl. I think they were rated like number eight or nine or something. Had a couple of losses, but that's all right. They're going to be back. Great and marvelous are thy works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. When they see you split those clouds, brighter than the sun, riding on a white horse, clothed in a vesture dipped in your blood, wearing many crowns and a vesture, saying, King of kings and Lord of lords, followed by two angels with sharp sickles, followed by the armies in heaven, followed by those blood-washed saints and the 144,000. When we see that morning star hit the earth, when we see in a moment, in the twinkling of eye, the last trump, you vanquish your enemies as they fall to the ground a pile of ashes and bones, and as we receive our light body, our glorified body, our eternal body, our mantles, our crowns, our rewards, we're going to fall on our, say, our face and cast those crowns right back. Saying, Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for Thou hast created all things, and for Thy pleasure they are and were created. Then will come to pass the saying that says, Then was... The clay, the iron, the brass, the silver, the gold broke into pieces, became as the chaffers of some of the threshing floor, and the wind carried them away, and there was found no place for them. And the stone that the builders rejected has become a great mountain and filled the earth with your glory. Just like when you were saying that no man puts a candle under a bushel, but puts it upon a candlestick. You are the candlestick. You are that high mountain. You are the light of the world. And this morning we say, worthy is the lamb that was slain 
to take the book and to open the seals there. Because you were slain, has redeemed us to God by thy blood. Out of every kindred, tongue, people, and nations made us under God kings and priests, and we should reign on the earth. And we say, worthy is the Lamb to receive power and riches, wisdom and strength, honor, glory, and blessing in every creature in heaven. And on the earth and under the earth, and such as are in the sea, and all that are in the herd, we say, blessing, honor, glory, and power. Being him that sat upon the throne, and the four beasts said, Amen. And we say, Amen. Amen. In Jesus' name, Amen. So, Spirit of Prophecy Church. The message he wants you to get is that Acts chapter 2 is about to begin. Again, Acts chapter 2 is about to repeat in the earth. There you go. Well, that's the message. What we don't understand is the greatest soul-winning time in human history. Surely our fathers have inherited lies, vanity, and things wherein there is no profit. And have made into themselves gods that are not gods. Therefore, this once, this once, I will cause them to know. I will cause them to know my hand and my might, and they shall know, they shall know, they shall know that my name is Jehovah. The ends of the earth shall come and shall say, Jesus is Lord. Prophets of old have desired to see what we're about to see, and they didn't get to see it. They would have given their eye teeth, as my mom used to say, to see what we're about to see. We've got to be ready for it. And that means no spot, no wrinkle, no sin, no little hidden sin. We've got to get ready so that when the cross looks down, that power, that sevenfold miracle power can speak to us and flow through us and whoo, hits the people. That anointing flows down through us in words and deeds. And yes, prepare, yes, prepare physically. But what he's really saying today is prepare mentally. Prepare spiritually. Prepare, sometimes it's memorization. It's time with him. It is time to come out of the world and the things that do so easily beset. It's time for us to stop trying to get ahead and get a soul. It's time for us to realize who we are in Christ, that he gave us power and authority over serpents, over scorpions, over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by any means shall hurt us. It's time for us to start walking in the power of and the might, in the name, and the blood of Jesus Christ. He's calling us. He's saying, soon, soon. We always want to look at our watch. But he is a God that a thousand years is a day. But he's saying it's very, very, very close. I just had, in one week, two different people send me dreams. There's about to be a food shortage. Well, let's see. That only adds to the other nine that I already had. So there's some, I don't know, 11 or 12 dreams just since January of last year, including one from Prophet Leslie, about to be a food shortage. Yes, we should prepare for that. But it's more important because there's really a soul shortage. 
there's a soul shortage in his church. There's not enough souls. There's about to be a food shortage. But he has to do something to get the attention of the people. So when this correction comes to the church, and it's coming, a great shaking. Understand that he's not saying he's mad at us. He doesn't love us. To the contrary, even to the sinner out there, he's saying, I love you. That's why I am correcting you. There's about to be a shaking in the church. And sad to say, there's not going to be a pre-tree of rapture. We all get to be tested. Why? Because he judges every one of us according to the things done in our body. We are going to see miracles. There is going to be a time in our generation when people in the church sit down to an empty plate, bow their head, close their eyes, and open it to a full plate three times a day. And that's the way they live. There's times where people are dying. Maybe limbs have been blown off. I remember one time a fella came over to our house in Topeka. We were just moving in. This would have been about 1990 in that ballpark. And he had got up on a ladder up high in our house. And this was in the atrium, so it was 20 foot up. I mean, it was high. And he fell off the ladder. And he landed on some rocks. It's complicated. We had an atrium, you know, had a river running through it in the middle of the house. This is up in Topeka. He fell on some rocks, and he, he really hurt his ankle bad. And Leslie just walked over, didn't ask him, are you a Christian? Didn't ask him, can I pray for you? She just laid, and she was going, ow, 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 ow. I mean, we were thought, thinking, <laughs> emergency room, hospital. She laid hands on him, and his eyes went like, she started praying. It's not hurting anymore. It's fine. It's okay. It's not hurting anymore. You got back on the ladder and finished the job. It's coming. And greater things than these shall you do because I go to the Father. He's saying, Spirit of Prophecy Church, I have prepared you for this day. There have been times you've heard things from me that scared you. There's been times... It sent you to your face, sent you to your Bible, sent you to your prayers. There's been times when I corrected you. There's been times when, I'm not talking about just from the pulpit. Think about it. There's been times when he's got a hold of us, every one of us, and shook us. Not because he didn't love us, but because he did love us. Because he's preparing us. Because he wants to use us. Because the harvest is ripe. but the laborers are few. So the laborers that are there, and if you want to know how close you are to the Lord, hey, here's a good test. How much is he correcting you? And when he corrects you, how hard are the corrections? Go ask the prophet. She'll tell you often there's corrections. And she'll tell you at this level, Well, if that's not, yes, that is love. Because 
He wants to use us more. In my life, I have seen that sometimes the hardest corrections come just before the biggest blessing. It's like, what? The closer we get to perfection, <laughs> the more our faults show. So he has to say, okay, we need to talk about this. I remember when I first started my prayer closet in, in uh, Topeka, Kansas. This was mm, somewhere around 25 years ago. I didn't notice, the, didn't note the day nor the time nor even the year because I was never going to talk about it. But I mean, it was about the second or third night I decided I was going to have a prayer closet. And I was on my knees and I was praying. And boy, I heard it real clear. By the way, people think, oh, you can't hear God? Oh, yes, you can. <laughs> and sometimes it's not the things you want to hear that you knew were really God. Yeah. And I heard it real clear. It says, Stan, I want to talk to you about something. Okay, Lord, what do you want to talk to me about? I want to talk to you about you. You want to talk to me about me? Okay, what are you talking to me about? I want to talk to you about how you're dealing with people. Why? See, he's talking to us all. He's saying, there's some things I need to change in your life, not because I don't love you, because I do love you. Not because I don't want to use you, because I do want to use you in a bigger way. He's saying, I need to make some changes so that that anointing, that power can flow through us so we can hear his voice so we can walk so we can have those dreams and visions so that when we lay hands on the sick they will recover think about this if we had walked a holy life when we laid hands on someone they would be healed every time so what is it that's holding back our prayers from being answered what is it that separates us and God thank you I'm sorry, what was the word? Oh, we don't have that around here. Where do we? Miracles like we've never seen. A time like we've never seen is about to come upon the earth. There's about to be a shaking in the earth. It's not just Stan saying this. This is a lot, a lot of prophecies. I mean, I get... Dreams and visions and people have angels. It's all, I, I talked to Coverstone what, three weeks ago. He says, never have I seen so many people sending me emails. I had a dream, I had a dream, I had a dream, I had a dream. He said, all the last two weeks. I said, well, it's been more like the last two months, but close enough. God is starting to pour out his spirit on all flesh, on all flesh. Young men will dream dreams. Young men will, old men will see visions. He's going to pour it out on his handmaids, both male and female. He's pouring it out. Because the closer we get to the time of trouble, the more he has to guide his church. Right? He has, to, he has to guide them to avoid the pitfalls, to avoid the rocks, to avoid the things that are going to cause the problems. So he has to prepare them. Already, I know by the Spirit, Already God has begun, begun to speak to more people in here. Yeah. And you begin to say, I wonder if that's Lord. 
I wonder if that's really him. I wonder if that's really the Lord. I wonder if that's him. I wonder if that's really him speaking to me. It's going to come more and more and more. Because the more we have things to do for the Lord, the more he talks to us. And like Leslie says, if you have to receive a prophecy, if you have to hear an audible voice, it may be because you, you ignore this and this and this where he spoke to your heart in a still small voice. He said, she says the real way we should all hear from the Lord is a still small voice. And hear. Every day when I get the, the information put on the, the Prophecy Club broadcast, a 30-minute daily broadcast, it's in here. It's just knowing. I just, I know what I'm supposed to say. I know what I'm supposed to talk on that day. And it's going to be that way. There will be a, a time when you know, have you ever got out of your car, closed the door, and then you got a nudge, take your Bible with you. I remember I did that one time. I don't need a Bible in there. Ah. And by the way, I didn't do it one time. <clears throat> and then the next time I said, oh, 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 okay, okay, okay. Get the Bible. Boy, I'm glad I got a Bible. <laughs> Those little nudges in here. So we're, we've got 8,000 pounds of wheat. We've got five guys pouring sacks of wheat into seven-gallon pails. You remember that morning, that Saturday morning, right? Five guys there. Seven going, yeah, yeah, I remember. And I said, guys, <laughs> you have to understand that 8,000 pounds of wheat, it fills a garage, okay? But like 240, 50-pound bags or something. I said, I'm impressed with the Lord. We need to order another 10,000 pounds. What? <laughs> But it was in here. He's guiding us. You're going to start feeling this more and more. How many of you already? Look at that. Look at that. Already starting more and more. He's starting to speak more and more. You'll get. Be, how many want me to pray for you to get more dreams and vision? How many want the prophet to pray for you to get more dreams? Would you pray for people to get more dreams and visions? Okay. There's about to be a shaking in the church, a financial shaking. We've got Canadian truckers that are at war with their government right now over the whole M thing. I can't, probably shouldn't say the word. That's another thing. We don't have free, free speech in America anymore. What do you suppose is going to happen when the things in the trucks are no longer moving. Shell is going to be empty. Guess what the dreams have been saying for the last two or three months? Food shortage, food shortage, empty shelves, empty shelves. The fairy tale world that America has been able to live in since World War II is about to go away. Now, if we stay in the flesh, we can bite our nails and we can say, oh no, oh no. Or we can say, hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> Finally, we're going to be able to minister. Finally, we're going to be able to lay hands on people, really see those prayers answered. Finally, we're going to have angel visions and dreams and visions and all the things of the last days are about to hit us. He wants me to encourage you today saying, it's not a joke. 
it's right around the corner. It's right around. And, and I know everybody went, well, when? Well, when's going to, well, it's going <laughs> to, like I said, the, I, I saw, I read this the other day. It said, if it's not God, you can't force it. And if it is God, you can't stop it. If it's not God, you can't force it. And if it is God, you can't stop it. If it's not God, you can't force it. And if it is God, you can't stop it. There's a time coming. In your life, have you seen God correct you? If you can't raise your hand, I feel sorry for you. Because as you get closer to him, it is coming. Loud and clear. If it's not God, you can't force it. If it is God, you can't stop it. God knows exactly, exactly, precisely what each person will take for them to melt the flesh away so that we can begin to walk in the Spirit of the Lord. He knows exactly what it's going to take for the church to repent. He knows exactly what, how, and where, and when to bring the correction to America so that all of these hard-headed, knucklehead, stiff-necked atheists that don't think they need God, I don't mean that bad, I mean that I want to see them repent. All of those people, God knows exactly how to touch them. Dimitri had a dream, he said, in just part of it. Actually, the angel came to him. He, he was handed a scroll, and he said, the scroll unrolled, and it was really long. And he says, I saw lots of names on the scrolls. And he said, I saw stars beside the scrolls. And he said, what is this? He said, well, those are the blessings coming to those people. And one of them had victory and a baptism in the Holy Spirit and several things like that written next to their name. Then he said, that scroll rolled up. And he says, another saw a scroll unrolled. He said, then I saw a list of names. But, but beside their name was all sorts of things like uh, all kinds of punishment, like loss of job, starvation, you know, various things like that. And the, holy, the angel there speaking said, These, this is a list of people whose names are in the book of life, but they haven't come to Jesus yet. And so these are the things assigned to each one of them, things that they must go through for them to receive Jesus. Now, we're in a position to where we're on the scroll with all of the blessings. But part of our blessings, some of the greatest blessings, are not financial blessings. They're not even family blessings. My mom said, well, the greatest thing in the world is children. And I'm going to say, actually, the greatest thing in the world is the Lord. He's the greatest thing. Being able to move from the the blessing side and take those blessings so that when those judgments starts getting poured out on that other judgment side, we're going to be able to be a help. That's what we are. We're helpers. He's going to use us to be helpers. He wants us to trust him, that he's speaking to us, that he's guiding us. Every footstep, yes, broad is the way, or wide is the gate, broad is the way that leads to destruction, many there be that go thereat. 
Straight is the gate, narrow is the way that leads to eternal life, and few there be that find it. But he's saying to the Spirit of Prophecy Church, when the shaking that is about to start, when it comes, understand it's his hand, understanding it must come, understand that it is his love, it is his love, because there's a lot of people whose names are in the book of life. If he were to return right now, they wouldn't be saved. So they've got to go through this difficulty. This difficulty has to come so that their heart can melt, so that they can fall to their knees and realize that Jesus really is Lord. Right? Yes. Amen. He's going to use people that have received the truth, that is going to bring them the truth. There's about to be a great shaking in the church to shake out the false doctrines to shake out the foolishness, to shake out places where people are just, the, the, the pulpits are just lying to them. They're just lying, and they know they're lying, but they think that that's the way to build a church. <sighs> okay, this keeps coming to me, I guess I'll tell you. So, you think this is easy up here? This ain't easy. Thank you, Lou. Lou knows what I'm talking about. So yesterday afternoon, I got in my prayer closet. And I said, Lord, after the worship, I said, Lord, I, I think that my greatest failure to you is as pastor of the Spirit of Prophecy Church. I think I have not done a good job. I think I've, I mean, I look at so many other churches that are doing so well and growing so much, you know, and it just hasn't happened here. We've done so many things. So I consider it up to this point a failure. And then later on that evening, Dana Coverstone posted a dream and spoke exactly to that. Now, I'm going to bring the dream probably next week, but I will try to read recount it as best as I can. He said that the dream opened up and he said I was looking at a picture, one of those famous drawings, Rockwell drawings of the perfect little family, you know, sitting around to have the perfect little meal. He said, and then the granddad was, and then the, there, was a, there was three people. Let me get this right. There was a, a dad, I mean, a grandpa, and a grandma, and a son, and then two others, like guests at the meal. And the grandpa, now I guess it started with the grandma. I'll have to get all the details. But the grandma said, I didn't think I'd be talking about this, said that, uh, oh, there was, there was uh, like missiles and gunfire and things like that outside the house. And they started to turn to look out the window and Grandma says, there's nothing out there. Do not look outside. Everything is okay. And so they turned their head away, but they kept kind of looking out there. Then Granddad began to pray and said, there is nothing out there. Everything is just fine. Do not look out. And began to pray the prayer. And then they began to eat. And the, <laughs> they put the first bite into the mouth. It was like probably eating leather. You know, it was like, Oh, the face wrinkled all up and they said this is terrible 
Mom said, it is, or the grandma said, it is not terrible. Eat it. You're going to like it. And they didn't like eating it. And the, and the grandpa said, there is nothing out there. I don't want anybody else looking out that window. There's, and of course, there's, there's fire going on, there's, but there's war going on outside the window. Finally, the, the son said, this is not good. This is terrible what we're eating. And so at that point, the grandma picked up a big jar of gravy and poured it all <laughs> over their plate and said, now it's good, eat it, and was forcing them to eat. And about that time, he said, I heard a missile like a <laughs> and hit the house. And he said, and the three, the two guests and the young boy that said, this is terrible, they woke up after this. And of course, the house was destroyed, but the table was still there. Dad, I guess, the male, whether it was a grandpa or a dad, and the grandma that had been lying to them were all gone, blood every place. The whole place was destroyed. Then the angel appeared to him and said, because you three received the truth, you survived. In other words, there's a shaking coming to the church. The people that are putting forth lies are I'm not going to judge them. Well, the dream says they're probably going to die. But the dream is also saying those people that have received the truth are going to be protected. See, I, th I think that the Spirit of Prophecy Church, all, all of you, I think that our, our best days lie ahead of us. Amen. There's going to be times when people wouldn't listen to you to talk about Jesus. But now they're going to come to you and they're going to say, what must I do to be saved? You have my attention. Or didn't you tell me this was coming? Didn't you tell me this was going to happen? Yeah, I did. Please tell me more. The Lord, I believe the Spirit is trying to tell us to get ready. I don't think that the end is yet. I do think that many of the things getting us prepared for the end are right around the corner. Stan, when's this going to happen? I'm going to say it's just over the horizon. It's just around the corner. I can't tell exactly. Right? But we can feel it in here. It's just around the corner. But Stan, we've been thinking that a long time. Well, it's not our timing. Because if it's not God, you can't force it. And if it is God, you can't stop it. There's a time coming, and it's very, very soon. And the Spirit of the Lord is saying, Spirit of Poxy Church, get ready. Because he's about to start moving. Just like with the dreams. So many dreams, so many visions people get. This one lady gets on, she, she does a home cooking channel. And she says, I have a journal. And she says, I call it my journal of gratitude. And I just write down in my journal things that I'm just thanking the Lord for. Okay? She's not a prophet. She's a Christian. But she does a cooking channel. She says, but I had this dream. And so she gets on her cooking channel and tells the dream. Somebody sends it to me. Guess what it's saying? Food shortage. Another lady <clears throat> prays for people. 
Christian. She says, I'm not a minister. I'm not a prophet. But I had this dream. Guess what it's saying? Food shortage. You get a lot of those. Or I'm getting a lot of those now. People emailing them to me. Send me out YouTube links. Which, by the way, it's askstan at prophecyclub.com. But don't send me any advertisements to advertise your game. I'm not going to advertise any games. They send me emails all the time from around the world. Oh, we see your channel is really doing well. Would you advertise our game? I feel like saying, you know, you probably haven't looked at what we're saying. Because probably the people that listen to what we say are probably not going to be playing any games. Great and marvelous are the works, Lord God Almighty, just and true are thy ways, thou King of saints. Who shall not fear thee, O Lord, and glorify thy name? For thou only art holy. For all nations shall come and worship before thee when thy judgments are made manifest. And Lord, we know that we are living in the last days. And we know that trouble is just around the corner, just over the horizon. But Lord, we ask you to make us your servants. We say, here my Lord, send me. We say, Lord, I want to go into the vineyard. I want to be part of those people bringing in the sheaves. I want to see the tares turn into the wheat. Here am I, Lord. Use me. Lord, we specifically ask you to speak to us more in dreams and in visions. In Jesus' name, amen. Leslie, why don't you come up here? You have your mic handy. Okay, so here's the way we're going to do this. <clears throat> that, is Leslie, that is unless Leslie tells me something differently. That's another thing. There's a time where I'm the boss. It's not very often. But there's also a time when I submit to the prophet. Sometimes the prophet submits to the apostle. Sometimes the husband submits to the wife. Sometimes the wife submits to the husband. It's the right thing to do at the right time. See, so now here's what I, I suggest. That we ask the people who want to be prayed for to get additional dreams, visions, and things like that. Stand and then we can pray for them. Is that good for you? Sounds good. It's a prayer of agreement, right? Okay, if you'd like to have online, you too. If you're online, please stand. Yep. If you're here, please stand. Or in stand. the room here, please stand. If you want to receive this prayer, please stand. If you're online, please raise your hands. If you're here at church, please raise your hand. This is submission, submitting to God. There's a lot of feedback, please. Dear Heavenly Father, you are speaking to your children, and we as your sheep are going to follow your voice. I ask in the name of Jesus that our ears would be in tuned to you in a greater measure. During these days and during these times, we need to not be wondering if it's you or not. I ask by the Holy Spirit that you would cause an increase to your people, everyone that watches this, everyone that has ears to hear this, that they be drawn so desirably to get into your word and to know you. 
Number one, before they receive dreams. Number two, before they receive visions. Number three, before they receive uh, angel visitations. Lord, I ask in the name of Jesus that they're going to start hearing that still, small voice. And the only way, the only way is to spend time with you. To spend time with you so they know the voice of God and they know the voice of the enemy and they know the voice of the flesh. Lord, there's so much out there right now that is flesh that's wanting to say it's of you. And I rebuke those people that are doing that right now in Jesus' name. They're speaking lies and they're speaking presumptuously. Lord, I declare that right now those are all ears to hear. Everyone that would have a heart to get into your word. Everyone that desires to spend time with you on their face before you. To humble themselves before you. Lord, I ask that those people, those people as they've raised their hands to you, say, that's me, God. I haven't been hearing close enough to you. I have been laying close enough to you. I have not been spending time enough with you. We repent now in Jesus' name. And Lord, we ask right now by the Holy Spirit that you keep prompting us to get closer to you and to be able to discern when it's your voice and when it's the voice of the enemy, when it's the voice of our own flesh. Help us to begin to discern right now in Jesus' name and stir up those gifts of the Holy Spirit inside each one of us. And then, Lord, when we have that time where we spent time with you, we begin to know when it's you and you alone that are speaking to us then, Lord, I ask right now that at that moment, that without even asking, that you'll pour out by your Spirit a greater measure of them being able to have dreams from you in Jesus' name. That they'd have the interpretation from you in Jesus' name. You'd also give them dreams of the plans of the attack of the enemy so they could rebuke it and cancel it in the name of Jesus. And then, Lord, to another level... You begin to give them visions, night visions, day visions in the name of Jesus as they get closer to you, Lord. And they would not be wondering whether it's of you, but they would know when it's you, God. And in the name of Jesus, then, Lord, I ask that you send forth the angel visitations to them. And when they have that angel visitations, they're not going to be just frivolent with it. They're not going to be just having a good time with it. But they're actually going to fall on their face before the, full, the throne. They'll fall on their face before the throne because they're going to humble themselves if you sent one of your angels to them to speak. And Lord, I declare that you give each one of us in here and each one that are watching and hearing this a voice, a voice that speaks the truth. Let us not speak lies, Lord. Let our mouths be shut. In Jesus' name, if a lie starts coming out. But let us speak the truth, because the truth will make us free. And Lord, for all those that are here hearing these words, just wave your hand saying, the truth will make me free. Say it with me. The truth will make me free. Again, the truth will make me free. The truth will make me free. Lord, I thank you that it's going to cause each one of us to do the right thing because it's going to make us desire it. So, Lord, I leave them with a blessing. I ask that you pour out your blessing to them, that you touch them right now, and they'd feel your anointing in this place.
They'd feel from the top of their head to the soles of their feet to let them know that you're with them, Holy Spirit. Let Amen. them know. Comfort them right now where they have a need of. And, Lord, that they would say, this is me. I desire more of you, God. I desire to be used of you more, Lord God. And I'll not speak frivolously anymore. And I'll not speak presumptuously anymore. And, Lord, we thank you. And we thank you for that increase of dreams and visions and angel visitations in Jesus' name. And everyone that received it says, Amen. Amen. Yes, and Amen, Amen. Hallelujah. Now, what should we do? Praise the Lord. Give him praise in here. If you receive that, you need to say, Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give him praise. Thank you, Lord. That's how you can get the Lord to come in and answer your prayers, is to praise him. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Give someone a hug. Let them know that you just are going to receive angel visitations and dreams and visions in a greater measure and that you love them and they're glad they're here. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless each one of you. God bless each one of you that have been watching online. Praise the Lord.